0: say Take-
1: Everybody, welcome back to the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel
0: Oakes.
2: And I'm Michael Gazelle.
1: Normally, we're going to talk about a story song, but this episode is the second version of our very special series, The Story Song Podcast at the Movies. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to give a quick uh, programming note. So we are recording this a little bit ahead. Um, we, we normally go in order, but we're, rec- we're recording this bef- record- We're recording this before episodes are gonna that we're gonna record later and then are gonna come out before this. So I'm only mentioning that just in case there's some weird thing that we mentioned that we like mentioned another thing oh, and yeah. then it's just confusing. <laughs> That's all. I just want to say that. Gotcha. Just a quick programming note. We're this is gonna be evergreen. I don't think in the next month and a half they're gonna announce a remake of this movie so i think we're fairly safe in saying that this will be an evergreen
3: yeah uh, episode but we'll yeah. say unless it's us <laughs> announcing that we're remaking this movie nobody else cares no Could you one imagine
2: else. though oh my god how great would that be
3: be great
1: here's what we're talking about we, as long as we get the original cast back here's what we're talking about um so story songs there there is a series of movies that have been made out of story songs um and especially the the story songs that we have talked about uh we did a special episode on the movie convoy Mm -hmm. and now we're talking about the night the lights went out in georgia
3: and this is like the great white whale this is we searched high and low for this
4: in case you haven't guessed sweet little christy mcnichol isn't that little anymore in the night, the lights went out in Georgia. Christy McNichol, Dennis Quaid, Mark Hamill. Oh, I think you got a few things to learn.
3: So you going to teach me, Mr. State Trooper?
4: I just might. He's got the talent. She's got the brain. Together, they're one mean team. In the night, the lights went out in Georgia.
1: When we did convoy, I think it was like on Amazon, and then when we went to, when I went to watch it, it was no longer on Amazon, and we had to fall down to like Tubi or something. No offense to, to the good people at Tubi, um, but it was like no, we had to like watch Tubi. This was we are already in trouble, yeah, because this was. A YouTube video that Rachel had to like find some like legally gray area of watching it. No, no, no.
3: This was not even YouTube. I will, it is not legally gray. This is a legit (laughs) thing, but I had to go and do a deep dive. I I mean, there might as well have been microfiche involved. I had to go on the internetarchive.org and find a video. On and if you know what the Internet Archive is, it's basically they like archive internet websites and so on and so forth and also content. And I had to find this random video that was uploaded for posterity <laughs> to the Internet Archive of a poorly recorded version of the night the lights went out in Georgia, the 1981, 1981. TV. Movie? No, no I no, don't
0: no. think
2: it's a TV
3: movie.
0: It
2: was a cinematic.
3: Oh, okay. It was okay. released in theaters. No, no, but, but, but here's the thing. No, but, but, but here's the but, but, th- okay. But the but the version but, we saw. Yes. Cut for was cut for TV. Was cut for time it was for TV. someone taped
1: it off TV. Someone taped this off TV. And uploaded to the internet. Yes, I know why. Because not only did it say it ended for TV, but at one point the WGN logo came up in the corner of the screen. <laughs> if, I, if no one else noticed that, WGN is a station in Chicago. So someone uh, in the Chicago
3: area yeah.
1: recorded this on TV and uploaded it. Okay, so
2: that's but said, it was it was in yeah. stunning 4K. <laughs> it
3: was, yep, Dolby it was surround. Not. It
1: was, yeah, it was it was it, on a VHS tape that had clearly degraded. You could hear the hiss. So bad at. It's, it's it's sometimes it was a little hard to see what was going on, but that's not important. The important thing is that you, do I mean I guess maybe we could we could point people on social where to find this movie. But you're not gonna watch this movie, you, folks. You, I don't. Uh, know. I you. know you're, <laughs> you're not really gonna watch this movie. So maybe you've seen it or whatever. Um, but we'll we'll walk you through it. Don't worry about that. Um, does anyone before we start going into the movie, does anyone have any sort of overarching? Topics they'd like to bring up
3: well, I would just like to point out that I'd like to point out uh, some something so so when we went over convoy, right there wasn't mm-hmm. there was some overlap in what the situation <sighs> was with convoy the song and convoy the movie, right mm-hmm. this there is there this is name only kind of
1: so. My, If you guys remember, when we did Convoy, I said, I have a question about the movie Convoy, and it is this. Huh? And also, what? Um, my question about this movie is why? Yes. <laughs> yes. And the why is, why does this movie, cards on the table for everyone listening at home, this movie has nothing, nothing. to do with the song "The Night L- The Night's When The am When I Enjoy," like there, it, it is the connections are so tenuous oh, as man. to oh, to not exist. We'll point
3: really. them out, but there because are it's things, like- yeah, There are things that they drop in saying, that are basically because they're like we have to put this. We have to put something in that has to do with this. Ah.
1: I mean, there's one thing there's 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 an older brother and a younger sister, which happens in the song. But that's also in like a billion other movies, (laughs) because that's like a a common thing for the human condition. It's not that weird. But my why is okay. so this movie is not. We'll talk about what the plot of this movie such as it is. There is no connection whatsoever to the song. But my question is, then why? Because here's the thing. Here's what the story song is about. A murder and someone unjustly being accused of said murder. Correct. Great plot for a movie. Has been done many times, a very dramatic thing. So why that is not the plot of the movie, I cause because even like we talked about like there's so many complicated things in yeah. the Night Lives around in Georgia, the song, and so many sort of like questions that need to be filled in. You probably could have made a movie. Out of this is probably the only story song that you legitimately could make a movie out of, and they chose not to do it and do a completely <laughs> yeah. separate thing. The only thing I can imagine, that, and I I I did a cursory Google, I could find no information. The only thing I could imagine uh, or or speculate is that this was an existing screenplay mm. that they slapped yeah, they the name on of a popular song to try to get sense. some traction. Yeah,
3: that, that because makes otherwise.
1: Sense. W- what? Because who sat down to be like, oh, that song I just saw on the radio? Tap a tap, tap tap, a completely different thing. There's nothing to do. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. Now, the guy who wrote it was this guy, Bob Bussey. Okay. And did you guys know the other movie that he wrote? No. Convoy, Trick please question. Please he did nothing else. Oh. <laughs> he did nothing else. This was his only, this was his only credit on IMDb. I'm going to say this. Good, was call. this movie, Good call. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's it.
2: So you think that somebody had, or this guy, uh, had the screenplay just sort of sitting around and he was like, how do we sell this to the studios? I've been rejected for forever. What if I put right. the name of a, at this point, nine year old song <laughs> right. on the front cover?
3: <laughs> That's right. I
2: think that'll sell. Yeah. I, I mean, Guess what? I don't know. Or,
1: or some movie exec was like, Oh, it mentions Georgia. Just slap yeah. It. Yeah. that. Just, just put it on there. I don't know. Because, I mean, part of me almost wonders, like, was it named after they were done filming? Because they never met, I mean, I, there, there is I, one reference.
3: I, I don't think so, yeah, because but there's other a couple than that, of references. There's a couple of, like you said, tenuous references that we will get to. But, yeah, I don't know. Should we tell the plot of the movie? Michael, what do you, what, Michael looks like he's going to say something.
2: I could see at the, like, after they wrapped filming uh they if they were filming in georgia and and they they were like all right everybody that's a wrap and and you know the crew like applauds and everyone's all and somebody just said wow it's like this is the night the lights went out in georgia haha ha. and then they were like oh wait a minute we don't
0: have a title
3: <laughs> no that's right i think that's the most valid thing to have happened i mean it's, this, this it's movie... as valid as literally any other reason for this <laughs> being named this
1: this movie was called The Register Between the Brother and the Sister are Making Me Uncomfortable for reasons I can't quite put my finger on, but we'll call it The Night the Lights Out in Georgia. That's, that's, that's creepy. a cleaner title. So um, who, wa- who wants to get thrown under the bus? Because I'm going to grab one of you. There's a bus coming, and I'm going to chuck you under it because I'm going to say, let's do Michael. Michael, can you explain <laughs> oh, the my. plot of this movie <laughs> to the good people at home?
2: Is this a yes-no question?
1: do go scene by scene. Don't go see my scene. Just sort of. All right. So
3: give the general. Synopsis. Basically, what happens is. Wait a minute. That... Wait. wait. <laughs> yeah, he can do it. Michael can oh, do ahead, it. Go ahead. Go no,
1: ahead. Well, no, 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 did, no,
2: no, no. It's see... too important. He... I'll do it myself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> pull up. Pull up. Pull up. No, he, you, Michael. Uh, so the audience at home, you were, you, you, you. Your face went white when I mentioned <laughs> that you were going to tell the plot. So I, I was trying to help you out. But go ahead.
2: Okay. So uh, the movie start, and you guys. Jump in, you know, raise your hands, be polite, but jump in. Um, I mean, don't, just give, give the overall
1: synopsis, like a three sentence synopsis. Don't, don't go scene by scene. Okay, a brother and sister,
0: mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
2: who are real close, are yes. on the road together. He is a famous, I think locally famous country singer yeah. and songwriter. She's also yeah. a songwriter, but she writes songs for him, it seems. She's, and she's the manager. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. the manager. They're on the road and they're getting into various types of trouble being like thrown out of motels. They're getting into bar fights and they're they're sort of consistently on the run, it seems
4: mm-hmm. um
2: little by little, oh, it's a little bit of star is born where her star is kind of rising and she's finding confidence in, in her songwriting and her singing, and he's sort of starting to pull back from his music career. Um, and finally she decides while they're on the road and on the run. You know what? I'm going to Nashville. I'm going to become a country superstar. You stay here in—I think they're in Georgia at that point. Who knows? I hope because otherwise it wouldn't make sense. They are in yeah. Georgia. They're in Georgia, and uh, she tells him, "You stay here." Yeah, So and in- then, yes. There's uh, a there's a
3: big ensue. ending,
2: but uh, we'll get to that when we get to we that. We can hold off. And on I that.
3: will say the 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 point in the beginning was they were on their way to Nashville, and they were making like one more stop to play like one more local show. And then Yeah, I think the then they point were on is their that... way to, and then they were on their way to Nashville to make it big. Nashville, which is famously in Georgia. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. no, it's not it's in <laughs> Tennessee. It's, it's not... famously in Tennessee. None right. of this makes sense.
1: Well, and I I mean I think it is not clear. So, the other thing w- we can start here. The other thing that this had in common with Convoy was as I was watching it, I kept thinking to myself, is there a scene missing? Yeah. Because like it would just suddenly lurch to the next thing. But I think the idea is that they are making their way across country and they are stopping and playing shows in bars to make enough money to continue on to the next right. stop until they get to Nashville. And I think yeah. to
3: build, and I think to build his, um, uh, like, like the buzz around him. Cause he had a good, yeah, he, he had like a good song, I think. And then he was kind of like Michael said, his, career was a bit waning and they were trying to pump it back up
2: yes his career was waning they said because he he was too distracted by booze and women that's true yeah which both
1: both of those things are true yes as as we very quickly learned um so yeah so the the other thing that
2: Mm it that it has in common with convoy is there's a lot of um a lot of truck scenes like a lot of just like driving
3: driving. truck (laughs) yeah yep
2: there's a lot of fight scenes like bar fights i mean convoy had a diner that is true but there's like a lot of like kind of comic but kind of over the top fight scenes and so well the, the other thing is five or six times while watching this film i thought to myself i can't tell if this is supposed to be a comedy. Yeah. Okay. So they, I, there were that... these these little comic bits that they would throw in there, that <laughs> so... that completely confused the plot line. And it was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if this is like a style yeah. of the mid seventies to mid eighties, but like, it kind of threw me off a little bit. Yeah, Michael.
1: Yes. I just want to read you the first two notes that I have in my notes. Are okay. You ready? Yes. First note. This is another movie with long, boring, pointless conversations <laughs> while people are driving. <laughs> and the second note is, is this supposed to be a comedy question, Mark? No. Because we'll, we'll get into the plot one second. But there, is a, there are a number of jokes, especially in the beginning, yes. right? It, yeah. That kind of petered out. Uh, but in the beginning, there is a number of jokes, and I'm using air quotes, that to quote a famous internet meme, I get it. I'm not laughing. Yeah. But I get it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, up until including, like, at one point, a guy bites into a beer can. Do I have that down too, for no
3: reason. For no reason. <laughs> so I, my first note, you guys were on the same page because my first note is, what is it with the late '70s, early '80s, and wacky country-based movies? Yeah. So at one point, can I? Is it okay if I start? If I get into it a little bit?
1: Yes, please. So
3: the it's it opens up with. Dennis Quaid. Oh, oh. By the way, this movie stars Dennis Quaid.
1: So Dennis Quaid Christy is the older brother. He's the older
3: older brother whose name I uh, don't recall. I, and also, I'm not ashamed to don't. be like I do not recall anybody's name. Um,
2: His name is Travis Child.
3: Thank you so much, Christy McNichol, okay. who plays little sister, whose name Amanda. is Amanda. Okay, Amanda.
1: Because not only because he, I don't know oh, to he jump has the end. song but he said and he's all of a sudden out of nowhere in the last ten minutes, everyone says the name Amanda like thirty <laughs> times. Like we're like all of a sudden we were supposed to know who it was. And then the final song is called Amanda right, and like right. is about what happened
2: to her. Yes. Yeah, anyway. so- but he also writes a song in the in the early for part her. of the movie. He he says, I wrote okay. this song for you. It's about you, and it's a little uncomfortable. <laughs> he writes he writes the less famous version of amanda yes yeah 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 so
3: (laughs) so the reason i said late 70s early 80s wacky country-based movies is there's a point where they are driving in the truck and this is towards the beginning which is why we can get into it they're driving in the truck inexplicably for some reason christy mcnichol who is playing a 16 year old or a 17 year old um again this is like a cut scene for some reason it seems like she's driving drunk she makes a hard turn in their car and a woman like falls into a puddle. For no reason. Yes. like there's For no, no reason literally no whatsoever. Reason. Yeah. This woman <laughs> doesn't come back. There's no like <laughs> like, like instigating circumstances like insinures. But there's also like, it's weird.
0: Yeah.
1: And just by the mechanics of it, there's no setup. It's not like you see a shot of that woman and she's like, "Oh no!" and then the car spins and she's like, "Whoa!" Yeah. and then she falls in the mud. The car turns and then as the car goes past, you see this woman just fall into the mud. And that's it. That's and it, it cuts like one uh, w- 10 frames later it cuts away. And you're like, "What? Yeah. What was that?" Yeah. Um okay.
2: Yeah, my so the start of the Okay, go ahead. Just cuz that's within the first 5 minutes. Um my first note is less than 1 minute into this film and it's already action packed. There is a lot happening.
0: Yeah.
1: So the the movie opens with a man drives up in a truck, and very cartoonish anger like goes in. I also love he goes into the the what do you call that in the motel where you like sign in register the, the or uh, whatever
3: the register re- front registr- desk front desk the
1: front desk. So he goes in, and I love the the guy who clearly the director was like, okay, you guys, your guys are just having a conversation because they're having they're having like the weirdest. He's just like, yeah. So anyway. I, talk, I said to the guy. He's talking to some two old ladies. This guy comes in, picks him up against the wall. That's a great thing in like wacky these wacky movies. Where the guy lifts up the other guy, puts him against the wall, and is like, "Where is he?" And he's like, "I don't know what you're talking about. I'm gonna call the cops this time." So then that guy goes outside and he starts banging on a hotel mm-hmm. door. He can't get that door open, so he goes to the next door and opens it. Why he has keys? is not clear before he does that
2: though he throws a chair yes as if he was zombie michael jackson in the thriller video trying to break into a house (laughs) throws a chair presumably to get to the door the chair is not blocking the door but it is a big cartoon moment that they had to have the director it seems was like this is good. This is good action. People are going to be excited to see that chair. What if we make it in 3D? If this is in 3D, that chair is going to go right <laughs> over the audience. We don't know if we're going to make it in 3D, but just in case.
1: Yeah. So we quick we quickly come to understand. Did, so he goes into Dennis Quaid's room, right? Am I am I correct in that?
2: So this is not clear. I think no, he goes into the clear. wrong room in what can only be described as Three's Company level farce. <laughs> with like, there's there's. He walks into a room. There's, like, a lady's in the shower. It's somebody else's bedroom. It's, like, connected to Dennis Quaid's room, I think?
3: Yeah, something like that. Because he goes through, like, a back or something. And basically, Dennis Quaid is sleeping with his daughter?
1: Wife? Oh, is a daughter? I, Maybe. N-
3: I have. Uh,
1: I thought it was his wife. I mean, listen. It, uh, who knows? I'll tell clearly, you. Clearly, clearly, he knows whatever it is. This guy knows this woman and is upset that Dennis Quaid is sleeping. Let,
3: with her. let me tell you. Because they
1: are, they are in bed naked together.
3: Let me tell you this much. I'm real excited. Yeah. It's either his, either that man's wife or that man's daughter. Because for a split second, I was like, I know that there was a brother and sister in this movie, and this better not be the brother and sister so, just sleeping in the same bed.
1: So real quick for the audience, yes, because I also thought that. So we are we are very quickly. I mean, like click 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 click, cutting back and forth between Dennis Quaid in bed with this woman and Christy McNichol, who I know is playing his sister. And it is like, and like you see her eyes pop open in bed because like the guy's banging on the door. And it's like for a split second, it's like, wait, are they in bed together? Yeah. But then as quickly. But then, although. I cannot explain how the shots like do not follow in any logical. No. Like it's just like random stuff happening. So it was very unclear, like who's where and what's happening. But basically it's not um, clear
2: that it's two separate rooms.
1: Correct. No. Or or is she in the next room? or Is she down the hall? Like it's, it's really not clear. Not at all. Where she is. But anyway, so um, Dennis Queen somehow get, gets out of the hotel room. I don't know if he, the guy was in the wrong hotel room. I literally don't know because it's not clear. But anyway, he runs out. He's naked, and he's holding his clothes over his private area. But otherwise, he's completely good naked. Good
3: bit, he, always a good bit. He
1: runs into the registrar. But but that's also the thing too. Where like he runs out the hotel room, and he's like covering himself. And then like the next shot, he's on the phone, and you're like, wait, wh- what? Ha- what where, where is he? How did he get there? Like it's the the editing is bizarre, yeah. like baffling. So, but anyway he he's at the restaurant he's on the phone he calls Chrissy mcnickel he's like get all our stuff get it in the car let's get out of here she's getting all the instruments and then she does a whoa fall backwards like leg up in the air for no reason (laughs) but anyway she gets all the stuff in the car the guy is like where he the 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 guy who was looking for the woman who's gonna beat up uh dense quaid runs up to her she pulls out a gun and is like get away from me or whatever um, the gun will be important, mm-hmm. so I'll get back, that's uh, so why I wanted to mention it. Um,
2: it just she had the word drives, check off written. <laughs> she,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally, just look, it's Chekhov right here. Um, she drives, Dennis Quaid jumps in, He's now has some clothes on. He There There are two old women who are both titillated and scandalized yes. by the fact well, that he's making. Well, I
3: never, oh. <laughs>
2: and then, <laughs> and then they drive away, that's, that's it, it, right? That's it, and they're, they on drive they're on their way. They're on their way. And
3: a, in... Oh, go ahead michael
2: as a side note um that is the first of about 25 times that dennis quaid enters a scene buttoning his pants yeah,
3: yeah. Yes. oh yeah um much in the way that there
2: is not an entrance that he was not like three seconds earlier undressed
3: yes it is very much the shirtless chris christopherson of this movie yes <laughs> um that now in when they're in the car, the gun comes up because they're he's like, You shouldn't have done that. And then for some in some way, Christy McNichol brings up, well, it's the only thing that Papa left us.
1: Well, he says I forget how it comes up, but he says it's the only thing left of father after he blew himself away. Oh, that's
3: right. He says it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: the dad So, so their dad committed suicide with that gun.
3: But he but And
1: they and they have it.
3: It's the only thing Papa had left them, so there you go. Yeah. So there you go. There's the first tenuous. That is the one and only. There is the no. There's a second couple... because
2: brother and sister.
3: They're brother and sister. Right. They're brother and there's sister. A... No, there's, sure. there's a couple more, but there is the, the gun okay, when right. they were like when they were like this. Is the only thing they're they've... in
2: Georgia when
3: he said, "Oh, Daddy left them the gun." See, they're... That's it. That's it. Right. right. Um. They're but they're in Georgia. Actually...
1: They're on the planet Earth. <laughs> there's a night They're at. it's at night sometimes so these are all connections
2: you could see it being like the 19th uh draft of the script where somebody went in and like just in red type put the only thing yeah uh
0: Pop had mm-hmm. left him. them
2: yeah. um like look we're just we're cutting cutting out of the we're copying the the text out of the song and we're just inserting it into the script Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's highlighted for anybody who's looking for it, just Uh, to show you that we are referencing the song. This
1: scene, besides, besides the talk of the gun, this scene definitely has the convoy of like, just keep the camera rolling. let's improvise. Like, they are having (laughs) the most rambling, pointless conversation about nothing that none of it ever comes back other than the gun. None of the stuff they talk about in that car ever I, comes back. So
3: I will say that there's a lot of parts in this movie where it really, you're right. It really does seem like the director is like, you know, make it sound like people talk, like, just go ahead and right. play with it. Just play with it. There's a part in the scene, like, like there's a, a part in a bar where it's just like, he's doing a great job, isn't he? Oh, he sure is. He's doing, like, what are you saying? Those are not lines people write in a script. Um, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so. I just want to keep us going because there's just so much to talk about. So they're in the so car, the, and the only thing
1: I want, to, yeah, okay. The only thing I want to point out is that the next scene, they go
2: into a diner. So yeah. right after Christy McNichol does about five or six minutes of real Hollywood driving, but
3: she's wasted for some reason.
2: She is drunk. She's maneuvering the wheel like that car. That car should not be on that road. I honestly, well, to be honest with you, I thought she was just a bad driver.
1: Like, when you see the car going, like, all over the place and then goes in and that woman falls in a mud yeah. puddle for no reason. I thought she was just a bad driver, which, by the way, we literally, she doesn't have a driver's license, but we'll get there in a second. Um, but so I thought she was a bad driver. She gets out of the car and is wasted. She's now, wasted. here's the problem. But here's the problem. We see Dennis Quaid has a bottle of Jack Daniels and he takes a swig during that conversation. She never she- drinks. Oh, and then all of a sudden he's drunk. That's why. that's why I was like, oh, it's I was like, it's happening again. Is there a scene
3: missing? Is this like why E.T. is she suddenly drunk? Is this like E.T. She's where like, they're connected and if he drinks, she gets drunk? <laughs> like I'm so confused.
1: That would be amazing if it turned out they were cyclically linked. She's gonna she's gonna <laughs> start yeah.
3: she's gonna start freeing frogs and like kissing the <laughs> the popular girl in class.
1: So, for literally no reason, because this never comes back. She's never drunk again. No. Chrissy McNichol is wasted. She was just driving a car. She's wasted. And it's so wasted, she's like, can barely sit up straight in the cafe. The only, the only thing we learned in this scene where they're in the cafe. I like that you called they,
3: it the cafe. Like, we're in France. Or whatever.
1: I don't know, the diner. So, um, the only reason they had the chairs, you know, the chairs like the backs, like the loopy. That's the only reason I called it a cafe. Otherwise, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, um, oh, it's chairs. fancy. So she's drunk. The only thing we, the only thing we learn in this scene, is that um, there's a poster of him on the wall. Uh, these two girls come up to Dennis Quaid. It was like, oh, is that you? You're doing a show. Uh, so that we learned, and we learned that Dennis Quaid loves
3: the sleeping with other
1: yes. with with women.
3: He loves the ladies. Um,
1: he's tells cause cause Chrissy Mickle comes out of the bathroom. He's telling her, Hey, the three of us are gonna have a private party in my hotel, their hotel room. They're into it. I mean, Dennis Quaid is a snack. I, I, I can't, I can't oh, uh, yeah. blame any woman in this movie for, for falling for it. Um, but then Chrissy Nichol does a hilarious bit where she's like, Oh, did that infection clear up? Yep. And it's like funny. It goes on way too long. And it's like, th- again, I get it, but I'm not laughing. Like, this is right. this, the whole thing falls flat, but whatever. They leave. And then that scene is over. And then Christy McNichol walking. Oh, so then also, do they? Oh, man. I'm going to get into the weeds. Do they eat food? Because she walks out of the diner. She says, I'm going to throw up. And then the next scene is them walking out of the diner. And then she goes into a uh, phone booth and throws up. And I was like, but wait, did they Did they eat? No, something? I think she's like, just why drunk. Why is she? She's but just... they're leaving.
3: Yeah, but she's drunk and she's gonna throw up. Who knows how much time has passed? There, This I don't is know. a. This is it like. Matter. This is. It's all. They're all gotta, over the place with it.
1: We gotta move on. So <laughs> then they go to a bar where Dennis Quaid does a. Wait. Does a show.
3: Stop. stop. Oh, did I no. miss something? No. Stop. Okay. Am I wrong in that the first thing that happens between the diner and the show is they go back to their motel to get ready?
1: Oh, you're right.
0: You're right. You're and right, you
3: right. guys, okay. it's it's there's something so touching and like special about it. Um, Michael, I'd like you to jump in here because you had like a perfect uh uh we, we talked about it briefly. <laughs> you had like a perfect like a uh, thing about it. But the the two of them, Dennis Quaid is getting dressed, Christy McNichol's talking to him and looking longingly at him, and she helps put on his bolo tie, and they get so close and intimate and then you remember their brother and sister. i it's like people who wrote this and directed this film have never seen two siblings interact. It is so disturbing their relationship. It's so they disturbing.
1: Are, they are so touchy-feely in this, she, they're in the bathroom together. I'm so she's uncomfortable. like putting on she's putting on his tie. They are touching each other in such a like, tender it, way. <laughs> They nice. are literally
2: nose to nose yes. while she's putting on the yes. tie. The sexual tension. Like if you just
1: showed me that scene, I'd be like, oh well, obviously they are, yeah. you know, together. They're boyfriend and girlfriend. Uh she's helping you ready. Like it like it is it is insane. And so yeah. So again, our our fears were founded. Don't worry, nothing ever actually happens. But I don't know if it's just like bad acting like no I mean these are two good actors or you know at least decent actors but like I don't know if like Chrissy P. was like because cause clearly like the sister is like you know idolizes the brother right so I don't know if she just like didn't know how to play that and played it like she was like in love with him yeah, I, but that is that is what she is
3: doing yeah I like I mean, that that is that
1: is the vibe she is well, giving she, off
3: she at one point she leans in the doorway and puts her head on the doorway as if she's looking at like as as she's a, a newlywed, I feel like right. they got the direction of like these guys, these this brother and sister. They're they only have each other and they're real close. Mm. And christy McNichol and Dennis Quaid were like, "We got you." And they're like, "No, no, no. There's not a subtext <laughs> here. There's not a subtext. They're just close. Okay, okay, okay. No, no, no. We're on the same page, right? Like, there's no like awkward subtext. You guys are just close siblings. We got right. you." I don't think or, we're on the same page here.
2: <laughs> if they'd filmed everything but the last scene and <laughs> they in in on like the last page of dialogue, he, he referred to her as a sister and they were like, wait a minute. We got to go back. Whoa. And we got to refilm oh, oh all this. No I time. did not read that last page.
3: <laughs> no time. There's no time, Dennis. There's no time. Oh, all right. <laughs> this is going to be a weird movie.
2: Uh, what I was saying to oh, to man. Rachel was there's the episode of Friends. Um, I think it's called the one with the inappropriate sister, uh, where Rachel is dating this guy in their building, and uh, sees him intimately, sort of sitting with somebody on the subway, and thinks that it's his girlfriend, uh, and it turns out to be his sister. And uh, Joey, they they do, they're sitting like that in the in the the Central Park, and there's a whole thing i'm not going to describe the whole thing but um they they leave and and joey says to rachel yeah sorry rachel and chandler's like i can't believe they're brother and sister and joey says they're brother and sister (laughs) so it's it's that it's it's that moment of like wait a minute
3: i wanted yeah
2: you have to remind yourself they're brother and sister and it's it gets real creepy
1: and guys we it might sound like we're we're belaboring this but it gets worse. It gets worse,
3: and let me tell you <laughs> something. I can't. I can't stress enough how uncomfortable this relationship made me. In this same scene, he sits down, and I think she's waking up, and he's playing a song for her. Is that right. this scene when like, he plays Amanda? Because her name is Amanda. Yeah. And he he plays he's a song, a song that her. you
2: don't write for your sister.
3: No. No.
1: You guys like. I mean, this can be done. Like, I I know it's too late, but I would I would want to tell them like, go back go, somehow, travel forward into the future, watch the movie. You can count on me, and yes. then come back and and That's let's right. do this scene. That's right. There's because there is to do a way siblings. to show a very close yes. brother and sister yeah. without making it seem like you guys are gonna jump each other's bones any second. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so okay, so they're in the hotel. It's it's super awkward for the audience. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then they go, then they go to the bar, they're doing a show, um, big wig from Nashville shows Mm -hmm. up, is like, we got your letter, you, you know, and then, and there's like a, an implication that basically like Chrissy McNichol has just been calling and calling and like trying to contact this guy. He's like, we came all this way to see him. She's the go getter. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I'm the manager. That'll be important later. So, but she's like a go getter. And they're like, we're, we're interested. We want you to come to Nashville. Um, there's all this, like, there's all this, like, busy work yeah. that has nothing to do with anything where they're like, oh, do you have the songs written down? No, it's on a r-
3: Yeah, he has to go recorder. back and get it. Well, the the reason there's for- a, there,
1: Well, I was just saying, there's a moment where Chris McGregor runs out of the bar to, like, go to the hotel to get it. I thought that was going to be important. It never comes to no, anything. There's uh, no reason for that to happen. The only reason that
3: they do that is because Dennis Quaid is making lovey eyes at, thank goodness, somebody who isn't his sister. And- is is that's the right. friend of the big wig and he tries to be like, Why don't you go get those tapes in our room, room nine? Oh, right. Saying basically right, right. being like, I'm gonna this girl, this woman's gonna I'll come back in- to my room later, that's where I'll yes, be. Yes, yes, yes. It doesn't pan out because all hell breaks loose. But I think that's the whole purpose of that, which again comes to nothing. It's unnecessary. Here's,
1: so then Dennis Quaid is on stage singing a song. Um and here's what should happen. Oh, so then we see the truck pull up with the guy from the beginning mm-hmm. who is going to beat up Dennis Quaid. And we, he gets out of the truck. What should happen is the next shot is that guy walking in the door of the bar, seeing Dennis Quaid and being like, you, and like going to attack him. Right? And Dennis Quaid's like, oh, no, and runs away. That is not what happens. That car pulls up. And then I think the scene where they talk to the Nashville Big Week happens. And then she leaves the bar. Cause I was like, where is the guy? We saw the truck pull up. Where's the guy? Then Squid is on singing. These other guys start heckling him yeah, for
3: no, no reason. reason. No, wait, wait, wait. I think and- wait, stop. No, I think we're supposed to realize that those are the girls that he was with in the diner. And they basically oh. are saying you've got like a venereal disease. <laughs> and so they're they're heckling Uh, him with that it took me a while to figure that out so the girls did not
0: the the reason i think that that's
3: important is because this is all little sister's fault this whole thing Uh, is little sister's fault for making a joke about him having the clap
1: okay okay i didn't get that because the other thing because they keep saying like oh i thought you like had diseased and died or whatever and i was like do they know him like are we supposed to think that like these guys know who Dennis Quaid is. Why would they go Um, to his show
2: just to boo him?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So, okay. I mean, to say that makes sense is disingenuous because it makes no sense, but okay. I I see at least where they were, where you were supposed to get. Okay. So they start heckling him. They start a bar fight. So then he's fighting these random guys who are not characters in the movie. Mm -mm. And then, After, like, when the fight's sort of in the middle and he tries to get away, he runs out, opens the back door of the bar, and then the guy who's chasing him is standing there. So we have gone through, like, three minutes of there's no reason why any of this needed to happen because now we get to the part where – and where that guy was all that time, I don't Uh, know. You see the truck pull up. It's a short walk into the bar. Where was he? Um, But anyway, so then – Well, they
2: established in the first scene that guy is very bad with doors. (laughs) I guess. that's Right. He couldn't figure out how to get There's into the bar. There's a cut scene
1: where he's just he's throwing wicker chairs against the, <laughs> yeah. the front of the barroom uh, door and can't get in. So then Dennis Quaid runs out because this guy's going to beat him up. And he says to Chrissy McNichol, I got to get out of here. Um, and then a, a bus is coming. Mm-hmm. This to me, I don't know how you guys feel, was the most inexplicable moment in the movie. He's like, I got get out of here. A bus comes. He gets on the bus and is like, Meet me in whatever the Nash- name of the town in Georgia is. Oh, yeah. No, that's not right, in Nashville. That's right, that's right. He's like, The bus, he points to the front of the bus, says, The bus is going to blah, blah, blah. And he, the bus leaves with him, and he's like, Get in the car and meet me there. To which I said out loud, Why don't you get in the car with Christy McNichol? <laughs> Why are you getting on a Doesn't bus? Make How about everybody sense. gets this in makes- the car? Yeah. No, because he says follow me in the car so then get in the car <laughs> why are you getting in a bus you lunatic <laughs> so then and on top of that it's clearly like a greyhound bus guess what guys i don't know what i am you right? know i've only done it a few times you don't just get on the bus you don't the bus right? pulls over and stops no the bus pulls over and stops and he gets on and it goes away that's not how it works <laughs> that would be like It'd be like if a plane was flying over my house, and I was like, "Hey, land right here! I want to get on." That's not how it works. So, the, is no, there a bus big, stop
2: right outside that bar? No.
0: Like for three
1: reasons, that makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. So she, so Kristy gets in the truck to follow him to whatever town he's going to, and I don't remember what order this happens in. Dennis Quaid has sex with a woman in the back of the bus because yep. he's a Lothario. Chrissy McNichol is driving and she gets pulled over by a cop and and the cop walks up to the window and guy he takes off his glasses and you guys, you're not gonna believe it. It's Luke Skywalker. <laughs> it is Mark uh, Hamill. <laughs> it, is it is Mark, Mark Hamill. Hamill. One year after Empire Strikes Back. I mean, holy moly. This movie was playing in theaters. Um couldn't believe and it. It's Mark Hamill, and he's like, Can I see your license? She doesn't she tries to talk her way out of it. She doesn't have a license. He inexplicably is very understanding mm-hmm. about, about all of this. Um, he seems like he's supposed to be like a state trooper. I'm going to say this. He's bad at his job. Yeah, he's real he, bad. He, he doesn't do anything
3: he's too lenient. Uh,
2: that he's supposed to do. He's extremely lenient. To be fair, he's, he's not regular police. He's, he's space police.
0: That's right. That's true. That's right.
2: That's fair. No. He's, he's, he's like not this, used he's to like driving on, on land.
1: He's like, this is out of my jurisdiction. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is not in outer space.
2: My jurisdiction is a bunch of planets and uh, this road. I will say this, though. I will say this. The That scene
0: mm-hmm.
2: was, say what you will, was oddly compelling. Like, the dialogue, I was actually interested in it. That was the part of the movie <laughs> where I was like, I'm just going to kind of watch this. And it's like, oh, Mark Hamill's a very good actor. He is a good actor. Yeah.
1: So, Michael, you're not going to believe this. I'm, I'm going to put a pin in this. You're not going to believe this. I'm going to zag on you guys later. <laughs> but oh, <no. laughs> we'll, get, we'll get there. Um- we'll get there.
4: Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them.
3: Yeah, he. I think you're right. The The scenes, I would have... The, the scenes between, even though they're weird, the scenes between Christy McNichol and Mark Hamill, I enjoyed, it. yes, because Mark Hamill is really trying. And I'm not saying Christy McNichol isn't. I've watched Christy Mc, other Christy McNichol movies. I think Christy McNichol is great. I am a huge fan of Empty Nest. Um, <laughs> and, and Dennis Quaid is Dennis freaking Quaid. But some things can't be... Some things not even this threesome could save.
2: Well, there was there was something about that scene where it's just the dialogue and you get a little bit of the backstory and you get a sense of the character. And that's the first time that this happens in this movie. So there was there was something compelling about that. And frankly, I'm thrilled to see either of these two characters being friendly with anybody who's not their sibling.
3: Right. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So um yeah I mean first of all I don't put any of the blame on the actors. I think they're fine. Um, the reason why this scene, I think at least was, was decent. What? Cause like, I want to, I want to reiterate for the audience at home. Like everything up to this moment is just like, cut, 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 cut. Like things are happening so fast. And like, just the most random things like, you know, when like Dennis Quaid is, is up on stage singing his song back on the bar. And like we said, there's a shot of a guy at the bar who takes a beer can takes a bite out of the beer can and has beer spray all over. And, and then it cuts back to Dennis Quaid on stage. And you're like, what the hell was yeah, that? Yeah. Like, Why and are it, you like, doing that? And, and this movie was so, fr- it's so frantic up until that moment. So when they have that scene where, it, when she's pulled over, it's just like an actual scene from like a real movie yeah. Uh, where they're just like too good. I mean, and Mark Hamill is, you know, he's, he's a very charismatic, like natural actor. So it's just like ah, oh, it's yeah. fine. Anyway, so, then he's like, okay, 16-year-old girl who does not have a license, I, I will follow you <laughs> um, in my car, in my state trooper mm-hmm. car, to this town in Georgia to meet your brother. Right. Um, the logic for this is, again, inexplicable, but okay, fine. So, in the meantime, um, Quake gets off the bus. Uh, the, the bus driver says, hey, this isn't a motel. Um, because he was—he just the had back sex with, with, with a, a woman. woman in
3: the back of a bus.
1: He inexplicably says, "I was born on a bus," like that was supposed to be a comeback or something. I was like, <laughs> "What would that mean?" <laughs> like that was that was excuse. It no, that's um, the character's anyway. backstory. Yeah, that's I mean, sure, end. that's fine. Um, but anyway, so then he gets drunk, falls asleep on a bench, and then, in contrast to Mark Hamill's cop, the like the mean cop,
0: yeah,
1: shows up, and he he like rousts Dennis Quaid Dennis Quaid jumps up and punches him in the stomach
3: mm-hmm.
1: and then uh C- the cop kind of accidentally cuz a... he
3: didn't know what he was doing
1: oh he didn't know and then he he, he apologizes yeah. he says oh i'm sorry you, you shouldn't you shouldn't wake people like that i don't want, look i don't want to be that guy but it's like you were asleep drunk on a park bench yeah. like you can't be that surprised uh that a cop tried to get you up um but then he, but then the cop of course rests him because I'm going to say, also say this. That's what happens when you punch a cop in the stomach. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you you tend to get arrested, no matter how much you apologize. And then just at that moment, Mark Hamill and Chris McClick pull up. They see him getting arrested. And then they're like, all right, well, it's, you know, she's like, I got to get him back. Mark Hamill's like, he'll be in jail for the night. Yeah. We'll go to the courthouse in the morning to figure out what we're going to do. Yeah. Why Mark Hamill's being so helpful, it is not clear. I mean, now, but whatever. Well,
3: I think I think he's taken a shine to Chris I mean, oh, Pickle, absolutely. But- yeah, I yeah. will say, here's the thing. At this point, I've re- I realized, because he, there is a line that, my, that Mark Hamill says that I'm just like, okay. Movies have two ideas of the South. Either people are quaint, <laughs> kind folks who will help everyone, or sure. a line like this comes out of somebody's mouth. This is Tuckahoga County. You got trouble here. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning... It is martial law all the time, Ugh. and people will go crazy and will just sooner kill you than look at you.
2: Oh, they, uh, they don't Tuckahoga take kindly County. to strangers.
3: No, no.
1: You can, you can almost, feel, you almost feel Mark Hamill like, look off to the side of the camera and be like, can, can I talk to a Muppet or something? Like,
3: can I get... <laughs> <laughs> Quick question. I know that I was just in a movie with a, a Wookiee, Uh, that looks like a big teddy bear and I was supposed to understand what he was saying but this feels less believable
1: (laughs) exactly Uh, I play a space wizard and somehow
3: this
1: (laughs) this seems less realistic yeah
3: you know Um, how people say um say that there's an awkwardness between Luke and Leia as siblings (laughs) I I think it's being outdone by this movie by like tenfold i just want you to know that i, I was in that. i was in the sibling thing where people thought it was weird and now this is happening anyway i'm mark hamill <laughs> is
1: it is it his fault does this does this stuff just follow him around this like weird brother sister yeah. dynamics oh, oh man. man
3: anyway so oh, so they say listen this is Tuckahoga County. You got trouble here, and we'll get your brother out in the morning. <laughs> they, she stays at his um, house for some oh, reason. Oh yeah, that's the other thing. I forgot he about that. He takes a sixteen-year-old yeah, go... girl back to his ha- house. Nothing, no funny stuff. Not his
2: house. Well, his cabin. His cabin. His cabin. His
3: that's cabin.
1: Right. right, with no one around. But then he's like, Chris Niggle To her credit, he's like, "We'll come in and sleep, sleep stay in the night." Not like not in a sexual yeah. way, but just be like, you know, sleep here, and we'll go to the courthouse in the morning. And she's like, I'm not getting out of this car. <laughs> yeah. I'm not yeah. going in there. i insane. I'm <laughs> and 16. He's like, and he's like, nah, come on. Well, you, don't, you'll sleep on the couch. She's like, I am not. She, like, locks the door. She's like, I'm not <laughs> going into your house with you. Uh, I forget. I get. To, I don't remember. Did she sleep in the back of the camper? I don't remember I forget. exactly what, I forget. how to get out of there. And um, probably just randomly cuts away with no explanation. Yeah. But then but then they're at the courthouse.
2: <laughs> he said, No. Come in, it's fine. I drive a rocket ship. <laughs> right. And she was like, nope, I'm nope. going to
3: roll the Dennis, windows
2: up, too. Dennis
1: Quaid, they asked, they asked Dennis Quaid how much money he has in pockets. He says like $17.34. And the judge sets the bail at $300, no, $317, whatever it is. It's $300 more than yeah. what he has. Which, again, is I guess supposed to be a joke. I don't, I was like, what is that? I don't know. I think it's supposed that.
2: to be a joke, and I think it's also supposed to show the cruelty of the judge. Right. But I just want Dennis Quaid to be like, I'm sorry, you might not have heard sure. me. I said $17.30, <laughs> sure. not $317.30. Yeah. But again,
1: if you have $17 and they say $300 or they say $317, it doesn't really make a yeah, difference. Right. Exactly. You don't have the money. Um, but anyway, so like, then Can we set so the, the bell at like,
2: $17? That way I have 30 cents left so I could just like right. swing my Taco Bell.
1: <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, so then they're like, you're going to go work on a pea farm. Which I don't know what that they the people react in the movie like they were like you're going into the salt mines or something it I don't know what like that's supposed to mean. farm or
3: something. Who knows? Um,
1: but they're like, oh, we gotta get him out of the pea farm. So then, because um, he also
2: says, doesn't he say like, doesn't he get like forty days or something or? forty forty yeah, forty days at the pea farm. farm yeah.
1: <laughs> so then I think
2: that's like sending him into the cornfield, right? Mhm, mhm. I guess so. So then,
1: uh, Chris McMillan. Mark Hamill have a scene outside the courtroom where, you know, he, she's like, that's not fair. And he's like, yeah, he's, a, he's that kind of judge, the wrong kind. Which I'm like, <laughs> all right, you're like the, you're the cool cop, I guess. Um,
2: if you're so going to drink, so I'd then, rather you drink in the courtroom. <laughs> so I can watch you.
1: Have all your friends come here so I can see what you're doing. Um, I'm the yes, cool I cop, will, you guys. Okay, I will I will buy you a crossbow, but you can't you can only use it when I'm around, okay? <laughs> um, so uh so then Chrissy Nickel goes to, I I don't know if she knows where that bar is. She goes to some random bar. And it's Andy's, you Andy's. Guys. guys. it's Another Andy's. connection. There's a guy named a guy named Andy. Now, in the song, Andy does not run the bar. He's just some no. random dude. But in this but in this movie, he's he he owns the bar and he's the bar
2: Wait a minute.
3: Mm-hmm. Does he?
2: In the song, he's on his way home from Candletop in two weeks gone, and he thought he'd stop at Webb's and have him drink web's. before he went home. to her. Andy yeah. Wallace said hello. All yeah. we know is that Andy's at the bar. He yeah, might he not be a patron. Mean, yeah, Andy might be, be the bartender. bartender. I mean, but I will say, in the movie, the bar is not Webb's. It's Andy's. Yeah.
1: No, he says, at one point he says the name outside says Andy's on it. So it's Andy's bar. But anyway, why they couldn't just call why Webb's? Just call, just webs? call it Webb's. Why not? <sighs> it doesn't matter. This doesn't, ma- doesn't matter.
2: So the screenwriter was like, I, I, I like listen to the song real fast, you guys. (laughs) So she convinces
1: Andy, the bartender, after some nonsense that's not important. She convinces him that to get he'll give her the three hundred dollars
2: over strawberry sodas
1: over strawberry sodas. And then Dennis Quaid will work off the money being a bartender at the bar. Well, but I will say this. I
3: I know we don't want to (laughs) go too much into it, but originally she's going in because she's the music manager to be like, hey, guess what? I can get you a great music act. And Andy's like, nope, but I do want to take a vacation. So maybe he could be a bartender. And there's a little back and forth. And then she's like, all right, fine. He'll be a bartender. We have no inkling that he's ever tended bar before or that he would be interested in this. So I don't mean to cut you off, Daniel, but. Um, no, that's okay. So, so then, yeah, I, I was
1: also going to say I forgot about the part where he says I'm going on vacation. By the way, he's there every he's night. He's there all the time. He does not go on vacation. <laughs> yeah, he wants to take a break. He doesn't take a break every time. Every time we, we see the bar, Andy is in the yeah. bar. So uh, what
3: vacation Makes is he taking? Sense. I don't
2: know. Work doesn't is his matter. vacation. He yeah. loves his job.
3: <laughs> so I want to say if I can do this next part, Daniel, just go, just bring us forward, just because I have something more to say about the bartending thing.
1: Okay. Well, the all here here's where I was going to zag on you guys. So once Dennis Quaid is the bartender, okay, okay, for about twenty minutes, I was like, "I'm not actively hating this movie.
0: What? This this is actually okay.
1: <laughs> this movie's this movie's decent. It is not good by any by any stretch. So, but but I but I wasn't actively annoyed because it, again it cut. First of all, the wacky comedy stopped, and the like frantic cutting stopped. Now there are still a couple of questions and things that like. It, it, it they just they just weren't clear on. It wasn't that something was missing. It just things weren't clear. Mi- but I actually kind of liked the Dennis Quaid starts falling in love with the blonde woman yeah. and Christy McNichols starts falling in love with Mark Hamill. That's all I wanted to say. After that 20 minutes and the movie gets bad again, but not But continuing. what
3: was
2: you cared about the characters and you just wanted to see them sort of settle down and be happy.
3: Yeah. Here is the thing. What I was going to say is in the next scene Christy McNichols um gets Dennis Quaid out and then she's like, well, I've got an idea or I've, I've got a plan for us. Get in the car. There needed to be a scene where he's like, I don't want to be a bartender. I'm a musician. And it's a little bit of back. Instead, he's just like, All right, I'm a bartender now. There, he, didn't, he never comes to a realization of like, I've done too much. This road is gone. That comes later. There's never a moment where he is struggling with I was going to be a big music star, and now I'm a bartender. Do, do we literally sh- just have a shot of him tending bars, smiling, and, like, waving. <laughs> like, what is <laughs> happening? And then the woman comes in, and then it changes into this different movie. It's a different movie. I mean, I, I, in some ways, I don't... Because the movie,
1: the movie fails in making it clear. But in some ways, I think maybe the point is that he doesn't care about being a big music star this is all chrissy mcnichol correct like yeah one because she's like you're a great songwriter you're a great singer to which she's she's correct i mean you know the songs are good and like he does a good job performing them but yeah i mean again but i don't because i think the i don't know but then I what know. they
3: needed in that was her to say in that moment which she doesn't they talk about it later but in that moment she should have said you have to do this for a week and then we'll get right back on it right. and he says right. whatever you say or he says i'm fine doing this as long as as we need to which happens later right. on he he settles in and he wants to stay there but right so this is a bad idea at but this we'll get point to that. my bullet point says this is brutal so i don't know what's happening <laughs> in at the <laughs> oh i know what's happening so he's bartending But she still wants him to sing. Christy McNichol still wants him to sing. She gets a band together and she tries to coax him up to sing.
1: Well, and because, and and, uh, sorry to interrupt, but I I think right before that, uh, very quickly, she's like, You're settling into being a bartender.
3: Yeah, like almost this. When you're
1: supposed to be a music star. He's like, This is my first scene.
3: Like, what are you talking about? I haven't even gotten my, I I haven't even split tips up yet. What are you talking about? But here's the other. But here's the
1: other thing, because there are a couple of quick cuts. Could you guys remember when out of nowhere there's a knife fight in the parking lot, that it just like cuts to with no oh, fanfare? Yeah. So, because I I think the point is that several days are passing because there's a couple of quick shots of him bartending that I think you're supposed to you're supposed to assume are, are every shot is a different night. And then at one point there there he's like literally like leaning on the bar, being like, so anyway, what are you ladies doing? Cut to they are standing in the parking lot and two men are having a knife fight right out out of nowhere. You're like, wait a minute, I needed at least 10 seconds to set this up. Yeah. This comes out of yeah. nowhere. But anyway, um, but yeah, she's like, You're getting too complacent. You like being a bartender.
0: So go ahead. So Ray.
3: she tries to get him to perform. And he's like, No, no, no. She's gonna sing, and he's like, I'm not gonna do it. No way. She's like, Oh, he's shy. And finally he does get up and he says, I'll sing if you sing with me. Yeah, And he and his sister sing. I'm going to throw up in my mouth. He and his sister <laughs> sing a song that contains the line, this kind of love ain't healthy for anyone. And the answer is yes. you're absolutely right, big brother, little sister. This is maybe you skip Christmas together this year. Like take some time away from each other. They sing this, this song. The- a, this This is a love song about like, two people who are like this love is not healthy for us
1: in in general i'm gonna say a brother and a sister should not ever sing a love song like i understand that it's just a song <laughs> but it's it's creepy it's creepy um but this is the moment where the subtext becomes text because not only are they singing this love song to each other not only are they saying this love is unhealthy <laughs> for both of us um. But they're like, but they're they're sharing a microphone. They share they're a on microphone. Top of each other. They share a microphone. They mic are remote. definitely singing it like they are a couple, and like, and they're like hanging on each other. I was just like, listen, what is happening I, I, in this movie? I feel like
3: maybe our <laughs> listeners are going to think that we are blowing this out of proportion. <laughs> so I really feel like we're gonna need some some screen captures here. Like this is yeah. it is when they started singing this song. I was like, what is happening right now? I think he also, is this also when he sings the song, Amanda?
1: I don't remember.
3: This is like in Arrested Development when they sing Afternoon Delight with each other. You're just like, no, 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 <laughs> I know. go that way. It'll look <laughs> worse. You know, like it's, it's so uncomfortable. Um, it is and, well, the and-
2: director probably said it's been a solid 15 minutes in this film where they were not nose to nose. So <laughs> can we get two microphones? Nope. Nope. This is what the no, audience no. wants.
1: Oh, and we definitely
3: can. You
2: guys get up there and you sing One Hand, One Heart from West Side Story to each other.
3: Yeah. And it's at this point where um, Christy McNichols getting upset with him and basically like, you don't want to do this anymore. Well, fine, I'll do it without you. She writes a song for him. And then turns out now she's going to be the singer. So now she's going to be the singer. It's it's very right. weird, and that's.
2: But is that is that the scene where she tries to coax him on stage, and he says no? You go, and then she sings the song by, by herself, or does that happen?
3: I think that in happens. Next I think it happens in the next scene. No, I think you're right. I think that happens in the next scene. So she she, happens- she
2: goes. She goes. She writes the song, and says, "That's this is another song where it's like weirdly improvised, like." They're on the side of the road, and she says, yeah. "Hey, do you want to hear this song I wrote?" And he says, "Sure." And she says, "Well, come over here because we're too close to the side of the road, and this is a good place to listen to us and I'm like stop, just yeah, just yeah. go, just play
3: just, the guitar, just, just yeah, yeah. do it." Um, yeah. So she plays that song, he's like, "Oh, it's good, whatever." Da da da. Um,
2: the song goes, "Life goes on, and so do we." <laughs> just
3: how we do how it. Just how
2: we do it is no mystery.
3: They're hanging out with their dog Dreyfus. There is a yeah, dog. Um, I forget the dog's name. All I know is the dog, dog has to go remember. pee a lot. Um, so at some <laughs> she, point- she, Well, she, she, she
1: sings the song that she wrote. Because that, 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 the other thing is like the music performances are really good. Um, yeah. They go- I mean, <laughs> this okay. is not a very long- Well, I'm going to say this is not a very long movie. I mean, it's practically a concert film. Right. There's like 15 solid minutes of them just doing multiple songs- True. um At various points. But- um so anyway, she sings oh, this song of the side of the
2: side of the side of the side the song that she sings that she wrote, or if it's this. I think it's the song they the together. the uncomfortable one. It sounds yeah. like a song from like a bubblegum the I
3: think it's the song uh, that the my reaction. Right. I think it's the song they sing together. It sounds yeah. very much like a because the song she sings by herself is she sings. It's kind of angrily. Oh no, I think it is the song yeah. that the sings by herself because the, the 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 like, ending is like and I'm done with you, or something like that. Yeah, um, right. It, those are not the words. But yeah, she as she holds up be. a
2: tube of toothpaste in the camera like yeah, this
3: Exactly, exactly. So, at- Well, s- I
1: thought it was weird at the end of the song she holds up a tube and it says, the fresh maker. Yeah.
3: Um, I'm trying to <laughs> remember. Freshmaker. At some point, I think it's when the stabbing happens or when the knife fight happens, where the, where the um, cop comes back and he, because there's a whole kerfuffle and he wants her to, he he sees him with the girl.
1: He's he's with Denskoye's with the blonde, and apparently this cop is also dating the blonde or somehow. And
3: this cop's name is
1: Ernest
2: Borgnine.
3: That's that's Convoy. Oh, is it sorry. Seth? It's Seth, which is okay. another wink to the the song. Sure. I'm guessing his last name is Amos. So um
1: so. At some point in the middle of this, uh, th- there's a quick scene where we see Mark Hamill and Chris McNichol, he's shooting his gun, uh, doing target practice. She gets her gun because they have the same type of gun.
4: Yeah.
1: Uh, they act like this is amazing. And they it's, mention and it. Yeah. P- pretty standard gun. Um, But what is important, I think, in that scene is that she puts because bu- she said she's never put bullets in the gun. Yes. But then she puts bullets in the gun at that point. So that, that will be important yes. later. Yes. Um, but you see Mark Hamill and, and Chris Nichol are, are, are falling in love, mm-hmm. you know, unquestionably. They do a very good job of it. They're both good, you know, natural actors. It totally makes sense. She states, I just have to say, that she is 16 years old. Yes. At one point in the movie. Mark Hamill... At this point, in reality, would have been 30. I looked up yeah. I looked up his no. birth year. So he is 30, and she is 16. Now, in reality, I also looked up her her date. Chrissy VanEckle was 19 yeah. Yeah. when they shot this movie. So she is a little older. So, But even if you want to shave off the same amount of time. Yeah,
3: he's playing younger in the Well, that's the movie. what I was going to
1: ask. But even then, he I mean, he is a cop, and she's 16. He's not so 16. Unless, yeah, unless you're... 17 yeah <laughs> um leave that 16 year old girl alone so, um 27 year old so, maybe mark hamill yeah, i
3: have a line so when he's like there's a scene after she sings and she's amazing at it and he's like you're incredible it's you amanda you're it's always a- oh and then he says because yeah. she says something about travis and he's like travis travis it's always travis first of all you've only known her for a couple of days second of all she's 16 mark hamill settle down Right. Like,
1: stop, <laughs> yeah, stop. He's stop. like, again, Why is he's, it like, always he's Travis? like, oh, you always talking about, you're always talking about Travis, what about me? It's yeah. like, you guys have known each other for three days. Also, um, she's very close to her brother. <laughs> mm. uh, that's what he should be talking about. So, if you don't um, start
2: paying more attention to me, I'm going to get back on this spaceship.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, So, it, for the audience at home, Michael is not, has, is not familiar with the, the <laughs> film Star Wars. It, we, we discovered fairly recently yeah. he hasn't seen it since he was a kid, so that's why he's he's not using the right terminology. <laughs> obviously, he gets back. Obviously, he gets in an X-wing, yeah, um, and <sighs> and flies away. Yeah. but with his with his um with his droid, with his droid R- co-pilot. Um, so um, but anyway, uh, God, what even I don't even know. So anyway, Chris Nichols mad at Dennis Quaid, and she's like, "You're you're." You're you're you don't want to be a music, you know whatever. You know we gotta get we gotta get to Nashville. You're settling in here. We gotta get to Nashville and meet that big wig, and you're gonna become a star. And he's like, I want to stay here because I'm falling in love with the blonde. Right. I, they say her name and I forget what it is. Mm. Um, here's what I'm gonna say. First of all, Dennis Quaid. Again, it's been three days. Yeah. You're gonna throw away <laughs> your whole life to be with this red to woman. Also, her ex-boyfriend is clearly a psychotic. Yeah. Who tried to like beat you to death in the bar? And the only reason he did it was because, again, Andy said, "My name is Andy. <laughs> There's a sign out front that says Andy's. This is my bar, and as long as I'm here, my rules go or whatever." Yeah. Now
3: I'm on vacation um, next week, so whatever happens <laughs> next week is whatever.
1: So what Everything happens? Everything good here? To Can I
2: get you- anybody strawberry soda? No. Okay.
3: <laughs> what happens
1: to Desperate at the end of the movie should, is the least surprising thing what? that has ever happened to any. Whatever, because he's like, I'm going to stay in the town with this yes. woman's psychotic ex-boyfriend. So, but whatever.
3: I should say that there's a final scene of of Christy McNichol singing. She has on an outfit like a uh like this outfit that she's excited about. She wore wears this white like jumpsuit outfit. Was it white? I forget now. Anyway, know. it's like a jumpsuit outfit, and then the next, um, is it the next morning that he's talking to her? No, no, no. It's that I guess. No, it's, it's that, that night. night. It's that night. And she's in the car, and Dennis Quaid is real proud of her, and he comes out, and they're looking longingly at each mm. other, and he said, "You look great up there," and she said, "Would you he would sa- you he say says sexy?" Like, and she said, "No, no, but he says something like real sexy." Well, he says
1: something, he something like, "You look." cute or something and she's like oh would you say sexy and he goes you look sexy yeah he real sexy he says yeah you Which look sexy. again
3: real sexy that is your 16 year old sister you creepazoid
1: what are you talking Get away about? from each Cause other Also, here's because in reality right i don't have a sister yeah but i think in reality here how's here's how this conversation would go would you say i'm sexy I don't know. You're my
3: sister. I, yeah. I have no idea. I got news for you. Like, what are you talking I have about? a brother. How would I know? I have a brother. <laughs> I got news for you. This conversation would never happen. No. If my brother I get, and I watched you... another of, <laughs> pair of siblings and one of them said, do I look sexy? And the other one would say, I'd say you look sexy. We would turn to each other and be like, what is
1: happening? What is happening? Ew. <laughs> this, this whole thing is insane. Then... They're saying goodbye because she's like, he's like, I'm gonna stay here in town. Yes, yeah, she's like, with the psych, with with the psychotic ex boyfriend, and definitely nothing is gonna happen. Everything's gonna be totally fine if I stay here in mm-hmm. town. Um, and she's like, well, I'm leaving. And then again, they are hugging. He is touching her face in a very <sighs> <Ugh>. um familiar <laughs> and uncomfortable again for the audience way. And then, guys, remember when he leans in? And I thought for sure they were going to kiss. I was like, oh, my God, it's (laughs) actually going to happen. And he leans in, and that literally, like, their lips are about to touch. At the last second, he kisses her for Oh, I do
3: remember that. And I was like, oh, my
1: God. I was like, I almost fell out of my chair because I was like, they're going to (laughs) kiss. They're really going to do it. (laughs) Um, It is insane. So, anyway, he's like, fine. So, then she's like, I'm going to Nashville. And then he's like, "I'm gonna, um, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stay
3: here." I live here now.
1: So then the next is it? The is the next scene with him? Yes. Dennis Quaid's in bed with the blonde. Yes,
3: and they just sort of like do like morning moaning for like three minutes, where it's like mm, <laughs> that's true. Uh, mm, mm. 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 <laughs> they're not next. Mm, they're not next to each mm. other all the time, but it's just no. like a lot of like mm, we've had a mm, exciting mo- night. Mm. It's the worst. I do like. <laughs> it's like three I li- minutes
1: of that. The, I, I will say one thing. I do like that. So so when, so when the woman is in bed the next morning, you, ha- you got two options. Either she has the sheet pulled up mm-hmm. um, to her armpits for no reason. Or, and I like that they went the other direction, she's sleeping on her stomach. So I was like, okay, well, that at least you, you took the, 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 the road less traveled yeah. in how you were going to cover her up. Um, but then he's like, I have to go pick up Amanda. I don't want her to like get on a bus to Nashville. Why he has the car. I don't know.
3: Well, cause, cause how, he's where did she staying, I I guess it's not,
1: but no, but I'm saying cause she's in the car. The oh, last thing right. you see is that she's sitting in the car and then he walks away and then all of a sudden he has the car. There's definitely like a scene yeah. missing or something, yeah. but anyway, but he's like, I gotta go get her. So she doesn't get on the bus. He's He drives away. He's happy. Guys, He's- shock, of all, he- shock of all shocks, the psychotic ex-boyfriend cop has been sitting outside the house waiting for him. Yeah. I couldn't believe it, uh, which is to say this is the most- wh- What was he- th- I mean, seriously, what is Tr- Dennis Quaid's character thinking? Like, what does he think is going to happen? So, this guy this guy runs him off the road. Oh, no, he shoots him. He, right, he pulls up next to him and shoots him with a gun. Right. Um- he runs off the road uh, by the
3: way can i stop for a second yeah so up until now this movie was like just all over the place and completely like first of all did not have anything to do with the mo- with the song really and it was very no. light it was very light when yeah. he drove next to him took aim <laughs> and shot dennis quaid i was like yeah. what is happening <laughs> there's like the a blood spurt happened like, like it's so yeah. it abrupt
4: suddenly
1: becomes it's so abrupt like a gritty yeah it suddenly becomes like a gritty 70s right. like movie
2: well also the way so, that they do it you see you you don't see his face you just see a close up of him aiming mm-hmm. and then Dennis Quaid like <laughs> turning to his left because because the the Seth's car has pulled up alongside him um Dennis Quaid turns to his left with just like a giant smile like he doesn't know no. That that Seth is, I mean, basically just smiles and waves at him. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so Dennis Quaid gets shot. Yeah. His car runs off the road. The
1: other guy gets out of the car um, with a shotgun to finish him off. He sees Dennis Quaid le- leaning, laying on the floor of the car, thinks he's dead or at least like unconscious, whatever, opens the door and like aims the shotgun. And as he's doing that, Dennis Quaid suddenly reaches up with his gun and shoots him. Check and kills done. him. Now, yes, because he has the gun and from the scene earlier, they will put bullets in it because mm-hmm. she always said there were bullets in it, but then she put bullets in it with Mark Hamill and then he shoots him. So then he Queen, gets out of the car, like stumbles out, gets in the other guy's car. I thought he was going to drive to the hospital. Me I was too. like, oh, he's going to get away. But then what <laughs> it actually was like kind of a cool thing, because yeah. the car just drives and then like the road bends and the car just drives straight. straight and goes right off and then just keeps going into the distance as like it get like the the it sort of gets like out of focus yeah. and then the next shot is a coffin yeah and he Dennis has Quaid n- he is died. dead yeah yes it and, was and Chris McNichol is there hilariously like his band members who are like not characters <laughs> <that> we see <laughs> yeah, for like 10 seconds so are like the only other people at at the funeral other than Chris and the and the blonde
2: lady you do get to watch a car drive away in neutral uh for a good five minutes over the horizon time.
3: but i will say that that whole part i was engaged with that those two deaths because you're like oh, oh it's just so jarring it's so jarring yeah. you're like what the heck is happening
1: and that and that scene is that scene to say it's good no no no, no it's no, hard no. But it's, 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 it's decent and it's better than, than most of the rest of the movie because like Michael said, it's actually like kind of cool how like Dennis Quaid does not see it coming at all. yeah. Like he is totally like, hey, what's up, bro? Hey, man, how you doing? And then bam, like, so kind of the horror of it coming out of nowhere.
2: Yeah, and Um, as the audience, you don't really see it coming either. But part of that is because they kind of set this in motion about 92% of the way through the movie.
1: (laughs) Right, correct right yeah yeah i mean again like it all happens so I, I mean quickly. just i mean again i don't want to go over this but just like dance is like i'm gonna stay in this town what are you talking about listen this is this guy is like do you think this guy's gonna like stop he would be like you know what actually we had that one bar fight and now it's fine like i'm clearly a psychotic killer but I'll. it's fine you can have my girlfriend like what are you talking about
2: clearly we talked it out a really over beautiful. a couple yeah. of strawberry sodas <laughs> everything's good so and, Andy mediated.
3: Yeah. Anyone can yeah. tell you this is Tuckahoga County. You've got trouble here. You got uh, trouble? That's the only line <laughs> I remember from this movie. So so they have this funeral, um, and he gets buried I guess with his loved ones in this town he's been in for three days. And Chrissy right. McNichol is obviously very upset. Andy's like, You always have a home here, and she turns to the girlfriend and and hugs as if they have known she each other hugs. for Years. Is that who she hugs? Yes. Yes. Oh, because I was like, "Who's lady? <laughs> that lady?" <laughs> is but she, she the hugs. Movie?
1: She hugs this blonde woman like they are the best. They are best friends and have been for decades. Yeah. Like yeah. it is like you. You not only have you known this woman for three for three days, but that entire three days you did not like her. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and right. then you're like, "Oh, but thank God you're here. I'll miss you most of all." <laughs> Steph, <though."> yeah.
3: So. <laughs> she's hysterical. So then
2: she should hug the reason that uh Dennis Quaid's character got murdered.
1: Um yeah, exactly. So then she's leaving, right? Yep. And then she's driving away and then Mark Hamill pulls her over again. Um And he says
2: roads and- where we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs> Wrong
3: movie. No. Wrong movie.
1: Oh, Michael. <laughs> oh, Michael. Um <laughs> so mark so mark hamill no i guys we got him in on. okay i i don't want to be that guy but like let's let's keep it together so mark hamill says mr spock hit warp drive now oh man so so anyway so mark i was like i can't let you leave or whatever i've known you for three whole days i'm in love with you yeah um and she's like well i'm going to nashville he's like well i'll come with you Can anyone explain to me what happens? Why? What happens next?
3: Okay, so he is. So, he is a man of the law, and she's like, "You can't come with me. You're a police officer, and you know how you know how to not become a police officer is to abandon your patrol car and take your shirt and pants off. You take off your uniform. Take off your uniform and just have a tank top and." And boxers on, and then get in the car yeah.
1: and and drive and away drive with
3: away her. with your underage girlfriend.
1: That was my first thought. I was like <laughs> you can't just abandon you can't, your that's cruiser. That's not how the, that's, that's you and You're like, well, I'm not a cop anymore. <laughs> like that's not that's how it not, works, Mark Hamill. You're still what are a you cop. talking about?
2: If you don't have the car and you don't have the uniform, then you're no longer doing that job.
3: That's right.
2: Yeah, I
0: guess it
3: ends so. with
2: him being, I guess, an underwear model.
3: I guess. So he, also, you have so a he cabin. Strips, yeah.
1: That's true. He strips to his underwear and gets in the car with her. And then she makes some reference to saying, you're a Boy Scout. And he's like, well, don't you know about Boy Scouts? They're always prepared. And reveals that he had packed a bag and hid it in the car yeah. the night that he said goodbye to her. That's so right. I was like, that's a weird
3: Yeah, you weird detail.
1: Oh my god, he's so creepy!
3: <laughs> oh yeah, I, I hit something in your car. Yeah, like a totally I knew this was going to happen, so I, I just packed all my stuff up and put it in the car.
2: And then they drive away. You knew all of this uh, was going to happen, even the murder. Just drive.
1: <laughs> they they, they, you they had to crossed with over. Seth?
3: Just c- keep driving.
1: <laughs> they had crossed over into the into Tennessee, um, while he was chasing her down. Mm-hmm. So now they're driving to Nashville. So yes, the the movie "The Night Lights" on Georgia ends in. <laughs> tennessee yes. um, and then that's it that's and it. then the credits roll and what a bizarre what a just i and the whole time i was like why is this not about a murder
3: it's like i don't doesn't understand make any sense
1: <laughs> no sense whatsoever so all right guys um we're, we're running long here so um how many um how many uncomfortable brother sister uh, relationships? Are you gonna give this movie <laughs> uh, out of? I don't know. Let's say I think 17. it's
3: called. I think that's um. Fl- how many flowers in the attic? Do you give it? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I give it nine flowers in the attic. <laughs> that's um, the name of
3: that book, right? Yeah. 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 Oh man.
1: Uh, yeah. I, um. This movie's not good. It's um,
3: <laughs> not good. It, and well, I'll say,
0: can,
1: in some ways, though, because there there are a he- there are one or two decent moments, which really puts the rest of the awfulness in sharp contrast because why the whole movie can't be like that. I don't know right. why this movie involves a guy biting a beer can or a woman falling into a mud puddle or Chrissy Nickel doing a pratfall backwards while trying to get pick up instruments. I don't know because it does not fit into this movie where Dennis Quaid is murdered um, quite brutally in the end. Like it's
3: yeah, just it so sense. weird. Um, I'll say this, and poor Tanya Tucker wrote the theme song, The Night the Lights Went Out in Georgia, for this film. And she had to take a wonderful song, a beloved song, right? And she had to sing it where where the lines and the lyrics of the song were just telling this story. There has to be... There had to be a point where, Tan- where Tanya Tucker was halfway through recording and she was like, that's the night that the lights went out in Georgia. Um, quick question. This has nothing to do with the song? Like, I, this is just a whole different yeah. song that I'm singing? Yeah, yeah, because now it'll make sense. Now it'll be like, oh, it follows the song The Night the Lights Went Out in Georgia. And Tanya Tucker's like, yeah, but this isn't the song The Night the Lights Went Out in Georgia. <laughs> this isn't that song. <laughs> this is a different song. You wrote a different song. You're just calling it The Night the Lights Went Out in Georgia.
2: And that song so, plays over the action of the first scene, so it's well, not yeah, even it, like referred. It, I mean, to, it, in a movie about musicians, you would think like maybe they would sing it. Hey, like, I like mean that, that that would be a plot point, like mm-hmm. oh, the, or not even a plot point, just like even a throwaway. Like they wrote this song, and that's well, how I mean, it that would have been story. great. If
1: that, if that's what it was, at least that would been a connection. If it turned out that they wrote <laughs> that they wrote the song that I played so in Georgia, and that's what made him a star. Yeah, That would that, that would have been great. Uh, that doesn't happen, though. No, so, I mean, this movie has so little, I mean, has literally nothing to do with the song, that is, as we were saying, they had to rewrite the lyrics of the song to make it fit with the movie. And they, they play that over the opening credits, but people are talking over it yeah. because the guy's... Is- trying to break into the hotel room so it's hard to hear what they're well, saying i
3: will say this about the song and we, we won't go through the lyrics of the song we just can't but i will say even the theme well, st- we
2: can we could do whatever we
3: want right? i know but it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> this, this is our usual like mini soda of longy sode. um there are two <laughs> lines in the first two, we make the rules in the first two verses of this song that you're like oh this is a creepy brother sibling love situation how did you not there is a line how did you not see this there's a line that says they were on their way to a shining star unspoken affection took them as far somewhere south in nashville but never quite there and as sure as heaven is up but it was a case of sister and brother love and watching dreams come undone didn't seem quite fair once you've written those lines, you have to rethink your entire movie. You have yeah. to. Because this is... I mean, you, you're doing it wrong.
1: There's another line, which is, her big brother, he crossed the line because this young thing made him lose his mind. Now, that is referring to the blonde. Yes. Yeah. But, man, <laughs> you are, like, so close to it, guys. Yeah. Yeah. So close to it. Either. Either... How did you not see it or it's intentional because there, there's no way there's no way there's all these things that happen. Oh man. It's so weird. It's did, so weird. um,
2: I don't know if Tanya Tucker wrote the, the, the movie version of the song, but I wonder if, if, if she wrote it or if whoever wrote it, like handed in the song, uh, like to the, the people involved in the production of the movie be like, no, they're they're just brother and sister. They're just yeah. close. You you need to go back and rewatch this because that's <laughs> yeah. not what people are getting from yeah.
1: this. And the director's like, "Uh huh." Bathroom scene. Yet, yeah, oh no, oh no,
2: oh my god, <laughs> yeah. oh what have I done? That's how you help people put on their tie. <laughs>
3: wonderful movie. The good news is they remade The Night the Lights Went Out in Georgia um, as a good version of of the movie and that is uh, Reba McIntyre's music video of The Night the Lights Went Out in Georgia. (laughs) I feel like Reba watched this movie and was like no I can do better in about three and a half minutes I could tell the story in about three and a half minutes and I'm going to. And she did and thank goodness (laughs) or else we'd be like what's you know, we've got a movie about the night the lights went out in Georgia. And the answer is, no, you don't. No, you don't. You yeah. have a movie called the night the lights went out in Georgia, but it's not about the night the lights went out in Georgia. I don't care who gave you the gun. And I don't care who Seth and Andy are, because they're not the people who are in the in the song.
2: I will say this. There is, first of all, after, after Dennis Quaid's character uh, is murdered at the end, I thought it was going to be a... Um,
3: Convoy. Chris Christopherson yes, situation, where
2: where he comes back.
3: It's like he'll he'll be back. Trust me, he's gonna be in like an yeah. old man wig. Trust me, I've yeah. seen this before.
2: Um, but I do think, and feel free to disagree, but I think there are elements of, if not a good movie, an interesting movie somewhere in there. Um, but then there's all this other stuff.
3: Michael, you can say that about almost every movie. I understand what you're saying there's points here that can be made that you could string along and string together a good movie but i think from the from the beginning from the first scene of this movie when you're trying to decipher whether or not Dennis Quaid is in bed with his sister you it's lost the plot like you there's no getting back from that do you know what i mean yeah. there's you're not getting back from that if the I mean, audience so is like, just... what is this relationship? And it doesn't get better, then <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> then that's a problem.
1: I mean, there's also, there's so many things. I mean, just like comedy. there's so many things that's just like I was like, What is ha-? it's just unclear like what's supposed to be happening, like at any given moment. So anyway, um Man. all right, well that was our discussion of a movie <laughs> you'll never watch. <laughs> um hey guys if you can follow us on the socials like instagram twitter and facebook that would be awesome if you leave a five-star review on apple podcasts wherever your podcasts uh we would certainly appreciate it uh come back next time we'll be talking about another great story song my name is dan mcnerney i'm rachel oaks and i'm michael gazelle we will talk to you guys next time thanks for listening and goodbye bye
2: bye, bye.
0: And the
1: Our theme music was written and performed by Jason Flowers. Find him on Twitter at Jason Flowers with a Z. Some of our bumper music,
2: was provided by Purple Planet Music. Our logo was designed by Dan Geva. Be sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Story underscore song, and on Instagram at Story song
3: And don't forget to leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your podcasts. The StorySong Podcast is a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Go to PantheonPodcasts.com. Thanks for listening. It's the Story song Guys, this Real, movie. Stop recording. Me up. I
4: I can't take it. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football.